At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, so Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. Before we get to I Can't Go For yeah. That, a couple notes. Yeah. One, and you tweeted this, M. Lombardi NFL, um, well wishes to Donald Parham Jr. Looks like he's alert, uh, concussed yesterday in the end zone. That was a scary scene, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. And, you know, it was, you know, it was so... You know, he didn't really he, – he landed down, and so you really weren't sure what was wrong with him. You know, at first, it, did he get – did he tweak his neck yeah. or hurt his neck? And then, you know, and then you saw him shaking, which made it even more uncomfortable to watch. So just great news that he's fine and, and that he's, you know, alert and he's going to get discharged out of the hospital. So that's, that's encouraging. And then the fact that we weren't getting any information, too, I think that became even problematic, you know. Like there was nobody – we had two sideline reporters. We weren't getting anything. Yeah, and and yeah. not that it's their fault. I mean, nobody was giving them information, you know. So that made it even more worrisome, especially because we weren't really sure, was it a concussion? Did he not have feeling in his lower extremities? You know, that's really what you're worried about. Yeah, it's a visually, aesthetically, it's totally yeah. terrifying to watch. The he's, And he's a great story, that kid. I mean, he's tremendous. Small school, you know, played tight end. They signed him as, you know, he's bounced around, played in the XFL, you know, and, and he's just starting to come into his own, you know. And I was surprised he actually dropped that ball his hands are very reliable but you know that you know the, the hit to the ground is just we don't realize from the television viewpoint how explosive these players are and when they hit the ground you know there's a lot of force and violence even though he didn't get hit yeah absolutely so good signs for Parham Jr. there with the Chargers and breaking news as we welcome you into our two here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM head coach Sean Payton has tested positive yeah. for COVID although he is fully vaccinated remember he had tested positive early on and he was one of those big names when uh, this initially started uh, COVID itself uh, but he will be out. My assumption is he will be out. New Orleans, Tampa Bay. That's coming up on Sunday with Tampa Bay Lane 11 at a few shops here. You know, and, and this line's at 11. And, and look, you're, you're, you're not losing not only your head coach in this game, you're losing your play caller. You're losing the guy who is really one of the best play callers in all of football. And that's a concern for me. You know, I know they have a game plan, and I know they're looking at the, the sheet, and everybody can call the game based on, hey, here's what we like to run on third and four. Here's what we want to run. But there's a feel to the game that certain people have and certain play and coaches have and how you, how you adjust the game. And Peyton is really good at that. And so I think this is going to be a huge miss. I really do. 
Defensive coordinator Dennis Allen will assume the duties but uh, of head coach, but as you mentioned, this is a big time an impact as far as calling the plays in the whole offense. Okay, let's do it. You can't go for that. No can't yeah. do. These are John Oates plays. You want to lay off them, make your capping easier. We're going to start with the Raiders. Can at I the lay Browns. off the whole weekend? Can I lay yeah, off the th whole this weekend? This is, I've never, I've never, I've been doing this. I, like I started betting when I was 12. I've never seen anything like this, Michael Lombardi in my life, uh, but I, you're going to lay pass. off this one on Saturday. I might pass this weekend. This might be really hard. Look, I don't know how you can play it because I think the uncertainty, I don't know about Baker Mayfield. Like, I don't know if he's going to play. I mean, if Nick Mullins, if he's locked down as the starter and you're 100% certain, then laying the three and a half isn't that bad. Although, you know, there's, there's still some concerns the way the Raiders have played recently. But you should feel like the Raiders would win this game, especially considering you're taking Nick Mullins into an offense. Now, they still have Nick Chubb, but they're missing a lot of players. And I don't know how you can really handicap it. I think if you knew for sure – that Baker was out and he's not going to play, then I'd say, okay, give it some thought. But the line's adjusting the other way. So it's basically telling me, you know, this is something you should stay away from. So that makes it a John Oates play. Raiders-Browns, that's, as Michael said, a John Oates play. No can do. No can no do. No can do. Next one up, Michael Texans at the Jags for a multitude of reasons. This is a John Oates yeah. play. I mean, look, I don't know how you play this game. I really don't. I mean, I know there's some diehards that want to jump on Jacksonville because, you know, the, the team will feel a lot better about, you know, not having the coach there. True. Certainly true. And a lot of people want to take Houston because how can Jacksonville be four-and-a-half-point favorite on anybody? Hmm. Another great point. I mean, both points are valid, but Houston's not healthy. They're both inside linebackers are on the COVID list. Their defense isn't very good. Their offensive line is beat up. Jacksonville, the one thing they've done, and you demonstrated it, they've demonstrated it in the Buffalo game. They can rush the passer fairly well. They can put some pressure. Their defense held Tennessee to 20 points. And Tennessee had five turnovers, four, four interceptions in the game. And that game only got to 20 to nothing. So I, I think, to me, the uncertainty, and I don't trust Houston and the uncertainty of Jacksonville, makes this a John Oates play. I think both sides could make the argument. But when you, you can have both sides and I can't tilt the balance of power in one way or the other, that puts it in the John Oates category. Texans-Jags, John Oates play. No can do. Next up, Washington. Well, there's, the, uh, there's a theme here. Washington at the Eagles. The Eagles are up to doubles there. But you're going to lay off this one. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I don't – I would say – I look – I would say if you want to play this, take Philly. You, you can't play Garrett Gilbert, and you can't play a team that doesn't have any defensive players against a very healthy team, a very healthy offensive-minded team. The thing about Philly, while you're not going to be worried about covering the 11, is because Philly will keep trying to score. Philly's never going to go into, into four-minute – you know, they're never going to hold on to a 15-point lead. or They're going to keep trying to score. That's their mentality. And so, you know, there. And then, to me, Washington is so uncertain – you know, what happens if they get a bunch of their guys back? I don't know this. You know, again, the COVID rules have me confused. If they get players back, what then happens? You know, now I'm laying 11 and I'm uncertain on Saturday, on Sunday morning, if I get up and there's 11 out there and I, and I know that they're going to start having some of their guys back, that makes me a little nervous, which then again puts it in, why, why just not avoid it? It's not a gimme putt, just avoid it. Football team So that Eagles. makes it John Oates. That's right, John Oates yeah. play. Next one, and the final one here. The, Cow the Cowboys are traveling to Jersey to take on the Giants. I think it start it's going to start to get colder tomorrow in your area. Am I right? It's still yeah. mild today. So cold as it the is. weekend gets, gets going, right? Yeah, it's going to be colder, and, and this is still Mike Lennon. You're paying a tax on Mike Lennon. You know, there's a bunch of COVID going through the Giants. They didn't even have a practice today. Adoree Jackson, one of their corners. I don't know if the Giants, I mean, the Giants defensively haven't been the same team that they were earlier when they beat the Raiders. And for the Giants to win this game with Mike Lennon at quarterback and a beat-up offensive line going against a good defensive front seems a little hard. And 10.5 doesn't seem like a lot of points. But I don't trust Dak in the offense. I don't trust Dak in the offense. So for me, I lean towards taking the Giants, and I have no confidence in the Giants, which then moves it from a playable game into John Oates. John Oates play. 
You know, what's interesting, stick with the Cowboys here because they have such a lead. They're not going to lose that division. they got a very interesting strategic uh, remaining four games, right? So they're at the Giants this week. uh, Then they host Washington again. And then they host the Cardinals, and they finish up with the Eagles, who most likely are going to have something to play for there. It, it, they're just in a fascinating spot because they have such a prohibitive lead in division, that, and they need to get healthy. Yeah, and, and look, that, that's the whole concern. And, and I think because of that, you know, if you wanted to take the Giants, you'd say, well, the, the Cowboys aren't probably going to run it up on them. And the Giants look like they could backdoor cover like they did last week against the Chargers. All good points. All valid points. All lead you down the road. To t- I just don't trust. I don't trust Mike Lennon. What happens if he throws four picks in the first half? Very possible. You know. I mean, they could turn the ball over at a moment's notice. And so, I don't know how to really handicap the game. There's too many variables, and I don't trust. I, there's too many people I don't trust making this a uh, game that's a non-trustworthy game, if you will. If the number were stagnant, I'd say okay, but I I can't do that. That makes it so hard. And you take a look at Dallas, who's nine and four. Washington and Philly are six and seven in division. And Dallas is a perfect conference record. So when you go to tie breaks and you go in division, it's really just not a way they can lose that division. So it's a it's a it's a weird four games to navigate for McCarthy. I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah, and he's got to get his execution better, and he's got to really work at that. But he's got a team that he's got to get healthier. Pollard practiced a little bit yesterday, so that was good news. You know, Zeke's probably going to keep nursing this knee injury as we go along, and that's a problem. Their offensive line, I mean, without Trevin Smith at left tackle, you know, they got to they, they have to put steel over there. Do they go, you know, and Collins comes back at right tackle? They have not been their same. I mean, whether it's Dak's slump or whether it's Kellen Moore's slump or there's somebody in a slump, and their execution is really ultimately what's in the most slump there. So, and just a, one more follow-up on it. They can potentially, with the win over the Giants, and I think it's either a loss by the Bucks or 49ers, the Cowboys can clinch. How would then those final three games be approached? Like there is, it's almost one of those where you, you know, if you go, if you don't go as hard, we always talk about it. If you don't go as hard, that's when you get injured. But McCarthy yeah. is going to have a situation on his hands because there's going to be plenty of ball game left uh, with the division clinched. And, and I think what he has to do is keep playing his team, but rest the guys that he, that are hurt. I mean, yeah. if if you know you're going to have to take Zeke, Zeke's going to not have to play, you know, and you're going to have to get Pollard healthy. And you just got to treat it as if like they did on defense. You know, they had guy, guys had a miss defensively. They missed four or five weeks, and, they, and life goes on. I mean, that, this is why you have depth. This is why you're building a team because you've got to prepare for it. I just saw this, Patrick, before we go to yeah, break. Please. I mean, Carolina, uh, Buffalo's up to 12 now. That line jumped up from 10.5 to 12. It, it did. Both at Circa. It did. Westgate was sitting 12. Now, as you just mentioned, the board just lit up as Circa has gone to 12. A couple of books still 10 and a half. You see 11s floating around. We officially hear our VEASAN number is 12. Let's come back and discuss that one. Carolina and Newton yep. the, moving forward for the Panthers and Buffalo, who've got a decision to make at quarterback with Josh Allen. We'll come back and discuss it as Michael astutely points out that number's all the way up to 12. Those three, those four, Raiders, Browns, Texans, Jags, Washington football team and the Eagles and Cowboys, Giants, four can't go for it. No can do plays from Michael Lombardi. Come on back here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the college bowl season starts today. VSEN's got you covered with our all new bowl betting guide. You've heard about it here on the network. Uh, we're very proud of this one. So in depth. 1999. Get your digital copy right now. Only one game underway. Toledo up 14 nothing on Middle Tennessee. Vsin.com slash bull guide. Excuse me. Vsin.com slash bull guide. It's such an important guide to get as we try to navigate the bull season. We welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Robert Griffin III has just offered his services to the Washington football team. He said Washington needs a quarterback. If you love storylines, going back would be a sensational one. Would only be willing because many in the organization have explained how uh, Riverboat Ron and the new president there have changed the culture in the building. Thank you to all the fans for the love. My guess is Washington won't be dipping into the broadcast booth and bringing back Robert Griffin III, who's writing a tell-all book, by the way. On the mm-hmm. he's he's, spill, he's spilling the tea on the Washington organization. I don't think they're going to have him back. Yeah, I kind of sound that you know. And plus, I mean, I'm you know, it, it's this is a little different than just let's go play. But it's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that's going to work, Patrick. And, and, not, not a good idea. No, I don't think so. And to add to their concerns, Samuel, the wide receiver, is out for Washington, and McKissick questionable. So, and not, all these teams, Cleveland, McLaurin, yes. McLaurin's still. I mean, he's right. still in. I mean, I think he's in concussion protocol. He may play, but I don't think it's going to be a slam dunk that he does play. You know, they've been. They're on their fifth center. Fifth, not hey, we need a backup. Not hey, we need another backup. No, they're on their fifth center. And yeah. and by the way, so Sweat, and you got Fletcher Cox coming to town. Yeah, I mean, like exactly. that's not and and Hargraves, two of the better inside defensive tackles in the league. And you and you've got a center who's. I mean, this is not good. And you got Garrett Gilbert, who's never really. I mean. Look, I, I know it's a John Oates play, but I don't know how if you can get it at 11, I, I can't imagine that the Washington football team can keep that game close. I mean, where's Fanuch anyway? I mean, people need a quarterback. I, I'm upset my man Fanuch isn't back. He played on Monday night before. Or, or, or what about the Duckster? Well, he's in Canada. The Duckster. He's in Canada. You yeah. can't get him. But the Fanuch. Why can't we have Fanuch back? So, so I was digging into Washington a little bit today. So obviously we know Chase Young's on the IR and my, and Sweat has been out. They're two edges, right? Sweat potentially could mm-hmm. return. We don't have the answer yet. But just to put this into context, so the two edges that started the season, they're gone. The two, there are two replacements. They're both on the COVID list. So they're, yeah. they're on their third string edge rushers, uh, including Jonathan Allen, who, sorry, Chase, is probably their best defender. He's gone. His backup is gone. Three linebackers gone. Five defensive backs gone for Washington. It's fascinating. 
It's bad. You know, and, and look, they just finally moved up. They were the worst team on third down in the league for the longest time, and they moved into that 31st spot. I mean, the Chargers took them over on third down and didn't disappoint last night either. So, <laughs> look, they've got two hard games, this Washington football team, Philly, and then they go to Dallas. They come back and play Philly at home again, and they end the season at the Giants. I mean, this is not good. This is not good. And, you know, they turned the ball over four times last week, and I think it's going to be more turnovers this week, particularly with this backup offensive line in there against a really good, the strength of the Eagles. This is the first time, Patrick, that the Eagles have been healthy this time of the year. They're really healthy right now. And, you know, they've kind of got the momentum going a little bit in terms of their offense and with Minshew and, and what they want to do. And they found themselves. And, you know, I think this will be a, a hard game for Washington to keep close. And Miles Sanders, who just I just saw Sirianna reported that Sanders and Howard good to go in the backfield. So, it's a team trending in the right direction as far as health. You mentioned it. And yeah, I think you want to look to this weekend if you're going to play. I think you want to look at quarterbacks, you want to look at the coach, and you want to look at the, at the health of the team, the overall health of the teams, particularly in the lines, you know. And so, like, let's say Cincinnati and Denver, that line's moving. It went up. It's up at three. It's going to come back down to two and a half. Uh, it's been tinkering around there for a while. You know, Cincinnati put Riley Reef on IR today. So that, you know, they're, they're out without their right tackle. They're already were not very good in the offensive line, and now they're down a guy. Mm. You know, can Burrow stand on his two feet? Can he make the throws that he needs to make in this game against Denver? That's going to be a challage. These teams with the late, the late season buys have never been more thrilled to just shut it down, right? I mean, yeah. to the bank. But it does take a little bit of time to get going. You know, I think that's going to be a little bit of New England's issue on Saturday night. Are they going to be able to continue that? I mean, their execution in, in, in Buffalo was really good. Their execution on the seven-game win streak has been outstanding. But when you take that little bit of a break, does it affect your execution moving forward? I think that's the question. And I think that, that would be a concern, especially in a really hostile environment. I mean, that dome can get very loud, especially on games that are that are playoff atmosphere. And this will be a playoff atmosphere type game. We mentioned the number moving big time in Buffalo up to 12 at a few books with Carolina in town. Still undecided as far as Josh Allen and the injury. But let's talk about this game. So Cam Newton and Carolina in town. What's your just initial take on Carolina in this matchup? Well, I mean, I don't know how Carolina generates any move. They, they can't make explosive plays with their offense. You know, Cam's not great throwing the ball down the field. Now, they're going to have to go in there and run the ball. They're going to have to take the, 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 the New England and Indianapolis approach and try to control the line of scrimmage. The problem is Carolina's weakness, really the essence of their weakness, besides the quarterback position, is their offensive line. They just they can't control a game with their offensive line. And I think it's something Matt Rule will fix this offseason. He's got to get back. I mean, he spent last year. And then they've got to be able to create some turnovers with their defense. That's how they beat Arizona. You know, they were able to create some turnovers. They took advantage of it. And they, they were able to play on short fields and win that. Carolina is not good in the kicking game either. So the, with their offense playing on a long field becomes problematic. Now, they, I don't think the wind's going to be a factor. I, don't, I mean, the weather... I don't think it's going to be a huge factor up there, which would, you know, I, I, which would maybe help Carolina in maybe keeping the ball, you know, maybe it'll affect the ball and tip some balls or do some things with, but it's going to be cold. It's going to be 24 degrees. Yeah. So it's not going to be a game that you're going to be able to kick long field goals in. So it's, it's a Bills team that's going to have to get over the heartbreaking overtime loss down in Tampa. Their five losses over their last eight games, Bucks. Pats, Colts, Jags, which is the anomaly there, and the Titans. So it's it's they've gotten beat by good teams, but these are two teams that are actually quite similar as far as how they started the season. Remember, Carolina started fruitfully and Buffalo, and they've both kind of been in a tailspin, although Buffalo's still obviously in the playoff hunt. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo, uh, look, Buffalo, I think when you look at them, and I think we'll see it, it, it even come playoff time, I think they've been exposed defensively a little bit that they have weakness and vulnerability. Indianapolis did it. New England did it in the run game. And Tampa did it in the passing game. Now, Tampa's weapons are unique in the passing game, and Brady's sensational. But I think you add all those things together, I think it is a problem for them. What's gone wrong in Carolina? I think the, the the quarterback decision, obviously, you know, Darnold started the season really well, 3-0. and McCaffrey can't stay healthy. It's two years in a row, Patrick. Yeah, you're paying all this money. It's like you're paying, you know, it's like in the NBA when you're paying a ton of money to certain players and they, and they don't play. It's hard. 
you know, you're paying him like he's a quarterback and you, not like a quarterback. I mean, they're not paying him that much, but they're paying him and he's not healthy. And then I think the offensive line, they're, they're on a bunch of backup offensive linemen and they can't generate those explosive plays with their passing game. You know, and Darnold turned the ball over too much. Cam turned the ball over too much. So it's an issue. And then defensively, last week against Atlanta, they did not play to the level that they played earlier in the season. I was a little surprised to see this total jump. So we opened, the total open Carolina Buffalo, 43 and a half. Uh, Circa went to 45. Mostly everybody's 44 and a half. We officially have 45. Uh, a little surprised to see it. Too. I thought it'd be closer to yeah. 42-ish. Especially with the coldness. I mean, I think, you know, how about Buffalo's weather adaptation the last three weeks? Windy, cold, heat, mm. humidity, cold. Like, you know, yeah. if, if you're not going to get the flu in that environment, when are you going to get it? Yeah, it is. It, it, that, what, I, I was looking at a quote from Rule. He said he described the offense errors as self-inflected wounds and yeah. not with no personnel changes on the horizon. So I, I, really that's what it points to is, you know, the defense hasn't been what it was early, but it's still a very good unit in Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they, they have not been able to avoid losing, and this is why. You know, they've made too many mistakes in the games, and I think this is what's costing them. And they turn the ball over. I mean, they're playing Atlanta toe-to-toe. Atlanta's, you know, moved the ball in the first drive of the game. Uh, and, and Cam throws on a third and eight, throws a bad interception. Next thing you know, it's 14-7. to seven. They can't play from behind. Carolina doesn't have enough juice to play from behind. they got to control the tempo of the game. And it starts with their defense. That's the strength of their team. And if the strength of the team isn't playing well like they did last week against Atlanta, they have no chance. And it does feel like while we were talking about organizations that, you know, Houston won with the first-year head coach. One thing I will say, Carolina, it feels like an, an organization that's on the same page from owner to coach. Like it's just because they're struggling doesn't feel like that there's mass panic there in Carolina. No, I, I think they just now they tried to get a quarterback. It didn't work. Now they're going to have to go back to the well and get another quarterback again, and they're going to have to rebuild the offensive line. They've got work to do, but you still have a good coach. You know, I think you have a good culture. You have a good coach. You just need to get that thing going, and I think you just can turn around. I think you can see progress. You just can't see wins. Yeah, I think it's well put. Okay, 14-14 Toledo and Middle Tennessee State. We've got two more bowls on the horizon today. Got eight tomorrow. We'll be here on the Lombardi Line discussing those. Coming up next, Josh Applebaum's going to join us with a market update and get a couple of picks for the college football as well as we continue here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Sign up for PlayCard Debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com to apply today. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank NA member FDIC. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. We welcome you back. Hope you're having a nice Friday as we get headed into the bowl season. Remember, the bowl guide's out, vsun.com slash bowl guide. Michael Lombardi in Jersey. We bring in Josh Applebaum with a market update here. Of course, market it. Josh, before we get to your report, are you feeling confident tomorrow? Wes is going to go money line on Indianapolis. I know you got the, the Patriots in a tease, but just your early thoughts on the Pats on a Saturday. Yeah, so I think this is interesting, guys. It's great to be with you on a Friday, big weekend of betting. And just be careful. This, I think, is your hardest week in the NFL all season long. With all these COVID concerns, variables, not knowing where these lines are going to go with all these positives. So be disciplined, be selective, be careful this weekend. But I would say, Patrick, I think the play, if you're going to back the Colts, is the money line. So I'm kind of with Wes there. Uh, you always see these short favorites. You know, if you're laying a two and a half with the Colts, you know, they win by, uh, they win by you know, three or, or kind of right around that number there, you know, if they win a close game, but yet you get... Uh, uh, clip there by the, the number but pr definitely this looks Patrick to me like a sharp play on Indy you're getting two-thirds of bets on on the Patriots yet the Patriots open laying a point or two a pick em type game it's moved to the Colts it looks like a fade the trendy dog spot on Indianapolis but guys my angle here and we just found out Damian Harris is going to miss this game running back uh, but I like the tease to the Patriots two and a half to eight and a half I think you're buying low on the biggest uh, line move here like if you're laying two and a half now you're getting the worst of it it's undeniable Colts are taking in respect and money based on that move but I think this sets up for a good spot with New England who Michael you know this Belichick's got an axe to grind they started to flake gate they're off a of buy I don't think this is going to be a letdown spot I could see a close Colts win 
and what which makes the money line make sense. But to me, New England in a great teaser spot, two and a half up to eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, Josh, I think that the, the looking on my board, the ticket split is is pretty much even. Fifty seven percent of the tickets are on the are on the Patriots, forty three are on the Colts, but the money split is the other way. I mean, seventy percent everybody's betting the Colts, Colts, and the line yet hasn't moved. To me, it looks like a line freeze. Like they don't want to move that number, and seventy percent of the sixteen thousand tickets that I have on my board indicate that it is off a favor of the money going there, going towards towards the towards the Colts. So. You know, it stuck. It It never got to three. It never moved. It opened at two. It slightly moved to two and a half. So I think the book doesn't want to go to three, even though most of the money on my board here is coming in on the Patriots. So, look, I think it's going to be a really hard game for the Patriots. Uh, I mean, look. You know, Mac Jones is 6-0 and on the road. It's hard to win games on the road. This is a playoff atmosphere. It'll be a really close game. You know, Stevenson will be the back in the backfield. He'll be full-time, which does give them a little bit more flexibility in the passing game. But I do think at the end of the day, this is going to be a hard game for the Patriots to win because of the versatility of the Colts' offense. And, but here's the big if, if Wentz doesn't have pressure on him and he can play the game really without a, without a concern, then I think they they can win. But once the Patriots put some pressure on them, like the Rams did, like the the Ravens did, like the Bucks did, like all these teams, the Tennessee Titans did, then all of a sudden he falls apart. Okay, Josh. Now for your official market update of the day. I'm guessing most of it will focus on college football. But just quickly, I, I mentioned that tomorrow North Carolina UCLA canceled in college hoops. Uh, the Bruins and Montreal Canadiens canceled on the ice. Tavares is out for tonight for Maple Leafs. Like there's, it's a mess all over the place. It really is, Patrick, and we're getting deja vu, terrible flashbacks to when all this thing started with COVID last year, and uh, us having to do betting education videos and talk about table tennis and all yeah. that. I don't think I don't think we're going to get to that again, at least knock on wood. But I think it just goes to show you, I think you got to wait it out across all sports right now. We don't know how these lines are moving. Uh, for example, like you know, we're talking about that Cleveland Browns game. You know, it opened minus six uh, at home with Cleveland. Now you're seeing it flip all the way to now uh, laying Vegas like three and a half on the road. So who could predict these things? Nobody. I just think no matter what sport you're betting, whether it's these NHL games getting postponed, college hoops, NBA, I would either be selective, wait it out, or, you know, again, wait until the very last minute because we don't want to have surprise and inactives. Like, say you bet a dog plus seven, they have COVID, and then they go up to plus 10, you get the worst of it. Or a favorite minus six, they have COVID, they're down to a pick them. I just think right now it's difficult for bettors. Be conscious of that, be selective, and be careful. Yes, it is. Uh, it's wild out there right now on these betting streets. Okay. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> it, it really is. Um, where are you going to start with the bowl games here, Josh? Yeah, I'm going to talk Coastal Carolina and Northern Illinois, Patrick. This one jumped out to me because it's kind of consistent movement. Looks like respect to money on Coastal with kind of zero buyback here. So if you look at Coastal, 10-2, and two, they finish off the year winning two straight, playing NIU, 9-4. and four, They win the MAC. They beat Kent State 41-23. And the public's kind of saying, you know, this time of year we, we see dogs do better. I like to sweat a lot of bowl game dogs, kind of like March Madness. You get a ton of public betting who's just going to uh, you know, lean toward these favorites. This is kind of a favorite that I can get behind, guys. You had Coastal open around 10, minus 10 here, neutral site. They've been bet up all the way. I woke up this morning, they're at minus 11. They just went to minus 12. So it's consistent movement. It kind of reminds me a little bit of that over last night uh, in the Chiefs game, which just got hit, hit, hit on game day. Uh, I need some late scoring there, but it did go over. Coastal's getting 60% of bets, but 67% of the money. So slight public, not crazy overwhelming, but a lot of money moving that number. I'd look at laying the points here. Obviously, you're not getting the best of it, but I think the X factor, uh, McCall, the quarterback here, he's going to probably go in the transfer portal. This is a showcase for him. He's going to want to play well and, and open some eyes here and maybe increase his options if he plays well. Also, that offensive Coastal averaging 41 a game, only 31 for NIU. So it's tough to lay it now, uh, but a lot of movement toward Coastal. I'd go Coastal or nothing here. Yeah, you know, I I think Coastal's offense kind of steals the thunder a little bit with their team, Josh, as you said. But I think their defense is a lot better than people think it is. You know, they can play the run. They're 36th in the nation in run defense. Their pass defense is 15th in the nation. I mean, this is a good all-around football team. And I think that that number is reflective of that. Now, they stubbed their toe against a good Appalachian State team, and they let Texas State come in and beat them, which is really the the only loss. But this team has dominated some schools here and, and have played very well all year long. 
So that is coming up 6 Eastern, your time, guys, uh, 3 my time. That's a good one, Josh, Coastal in Northern Illinois. Next one up on the board is coming up tomorrow, and that's Liberty taking on the pride of Ypsilanti, Michigan, Eastern mm -hmm. Michigan. How about if you haven't been to Ypsilanti, Eh, probably good reason. Uh, let's see. Liberty, sorry, Ipsy. Liberty is open eight, but bet up to doubles here. Nine and a half, ten. Yeah, they're moving. And by the way, Patrick, I can't spell Ypsilanti, but I know you can as, as a golden boy. Had family Michigan, in Ypsilanti. But... Fun to go visit. <laughs> Not at all. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I would just say, guys, this is another favorite that caught my eye. Again, I'm going to bet a majority of dogs this time of year. You have a lot of data. Dogs ticking up about 2% in their cover rate from around 50.1 to around 52%. But here's another favorite that is kind of contrarian with some reverse line movement. Uh, you look at Liberty, um, public's kind of down on them. They love Hugh Freeze. We all remember what he did from his hospital bed, but they ended the year losing three straight. Uh, so they have the same record as Emu, both seven and five. Uh, Eastern Michigan also kind of, you know, they lost two of their last three. But public just says this line is too high. Liberty struggled here. You can't lay the points. But if you look at this bet split, guys, Liberty's only getting 41% of bets at BetMGM, but 55% of the money, and the line is going toward Liberty. Again, they open around minus eight. They're all the way up to around, uh, they're going to minus 10. This is kind of a key number here, guys, because the game's tomorrow. But if you like Liberty, uh, you got to get that minus nine and a half before that key number. That way they win by 10, you cover. And to me, guys, aside from that low bets, higher dollar bet split, the line move toward Liberty, uh, I think it's a good motivational factor here because uh, Malik Willis is going to play in yeah. this game. And you see a lot of guys, Patrick, Michael, you know this, like guys are opting out. They're thinking about their future. It's a smart move. You got millions of dollars here in the NFL waiting for you. But Willis is going to play this game. What does that send Shocking. a message in the locker room? I think it gets everybody going. And like, man, this this guy could easily, you know, not play in this game, go to the NFL, make make millions of dollars. But no, he's going to grind and sweat it out with his teammates. I think that's another X factor here where I would lean uh, and play Liberty nine and a half before they get to ten. Michael Willis, most... I, I think he's. Yeah, I think ahead. he wants to play. I think he wants to play because he's watched Eastern Michigan's past defense on tape and said, you know, <laughs> they're 115th in the nation. Why not? Like, come on, let me have some of that. You know, like let me have a little bit of that. You know, and so let's do it. You know, I think that has a lot to it. I mean, look, this is interesting how the bowls have worked out. I mean, both these teams, Liberty's on a three-game losing streak. And, and and northern and uh, eastern Michigan's lost two of the last three. So and the game they won, they beat Western by a point. So it's kind of fascinating how we've got you know these are bowl games, but are they really bowl quality teams? I think that's the better question. I, I don't think you're kidding at all. To, to be fair, he's a first rounder. He's probably going to be the third quarterback off the board, Michael. But this is good tape. He's going to put in front of these evaluators yep. when he goes against this Eastern Michigan. Oh, secondary. I was sincere. I yeah, was no, being honest I, with I you. Know. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm right I there think with capitalize you. on the moment. Yeah, I think capitalizing on the moment. I think this is a business decision to play. And to Josh's point, that's the adds motivation to the team. I, I think you're both right with that. Uh, okay, Josh, uh, tremendous stuff. And by the way, how about the uh, Canucks six and zero since Boudreaux took over? So I, I don't, I've been we've been betting hockey a lot lately, Josh and I. So that is that's fascinating <laughs> as well. Uh, there was one other one quickly before one, you. Get, one quick thing. Yeah. One quick thing. Clowney now has COVID for the Brownies. Clowney's out. Clowney's so out. So that's 23, 24. I, it's we still have 20 minutes I mean, to this, go, so we'll add a couple more to the list. Yeah, I mean, we can't. I mean, this is really this is well, it's wild. Market Insights is the pod, slash podcast, and betting across America with Pritch and Josh coming up later today. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Appreciate Thanks, it, guys. Josh. See you Sunday. Okay, we'll do our best to update the Browns' COVID list. I hope you have a couple hours. That's next here on the Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on college bowl games. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on any bowl game. If your team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets. Regardless of your bet's outcome, just use the bonus code VSEN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy college bowl season like you never have before using BetMGM. VSEN20 again is the is the promo code 200 bucks paid for in free bets visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions got to be 21 years or older it is a new customer offer and all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada Lombardi line on a Friday here on VEASAN the sports betting network as we welcome you back here Michael you just mentioned Jadavion Clowney is out add him to the list of COVID affected there with Cleveland that game tomorrow uh, the early game Vegas and Cleveland I've got a couple of fours popping up now so we had yeah. an opener of Cleveland six and so we've had a, a, essentially a 10-line, a yeah, 10-point line movement here to Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, and you just go through. If, if you really want to do a good job of knowing who has COVID and who doesn't and you want to prepare yourself, I think if you go to this website called RLADS, it's, it's a really good website. I used it when I was in the league. Dan Shanka, the former scout, runs it. it and it updates the depth charts of the teams every single day uh, based on however he gets the waiver wire, which I know how he gets it, but that's not, that's not beside the point, based on the waiver wire. And so, you know, you could see it now, you know, with Clowney out, that's five of the defensive starters are no longer going to be playing for them. You know, the two starting safeties are out for the game, Harrison and and Johnson, uh, Walker, the middle linebackers, out for the game. And then the, now McDowell and Clowney are both going to be out for the game, along with McKinney. And so the depth in the defensive front isn't very good, which is going to be the key to the game because, let's face it, the Raiders at times can throw the football effectively. And that doesn't even address the offensive issues. You know, both starting tackles will not be playing. We, we know that, you know, one of the tackles is, is on IR, you know, uh, uh, and then Willis has, Willis has it, and so he's out. So now we got, you know, two young tackles in the game. The starting right guard, Teller, who's a really good player, he's out. Their best receiver, Landry's out. I mean, this is going to be a challenge. And then, of course, now, you know, we've got Nick Mullins under center. <laughs> Yes, we do. Could see a lot, a heavy run load from Cleveland. Will St- and, and again, I, I, I neglected to mention earlier Stefanski, who did miss the postseason game and they did win last year, but Stefanski won't be there either, the head coach. Right. No, and, you know, Alex Van Pelt will have to call plays, but here's what's really important if you're Rich Bashachi and you're the Raiders. We've got to get the lead. We, we've got to force Nick Mullen to play in the game. We've got to force him to play. And the only way you can guarantee he's going to play in the game is getting the lead. Play from in front. Make him have to throw the ball to beat us. Make that offensive line have to pass protect. Once we allow Nick Chubb to run the football effectively on us, but 
can he run it? You know, are they going to be able to do that? I think that's going to be the real issue. So for me, I think this is a challenge. This is going to be a real challenge. And, you know, unfortunately, this COVID has run through their team, and it's really it's been very disruptive. I mean, look, their starting punter has it. Think about that. And, and add that starting punter. Now, Colquitt will hold, too. But the punter, but the, Gillen is also the holder. You know, now I know they had Colquitt last week, but, I mean, still. Washington and Cleveland are, are battling with COVID. Hold my beer. They're and they're not winning. And they're not winning. No, Washington, Philadelphia. I, you're seeing a couple of two respected books here in town, Circa and, and Westgate, up to 11. I do, it's interesting. Some are still even sub doubles there at nine and a half. But, you know, a couple of books that are. Well, respected. I mean, I think mo most people's reaction is simply it's too many points. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it, it is too many points. But you're playing a guy who's never played quarterback for you. I mean, you're going to call uh, Garrett Gilbert's going to call plays, and, and, and the terminology is going to be a little foreign to him. He's been in New England system for the last couple of weeks, so now he's going to go into a numerical <laughs> system. I mean, it's hard. Like it's really you don't have a quarterback. It's like you don't have an operating system to your computer. You could turn it on, but it's not going to work. Yeah, Gilbert's like, I'm trying to stick in this league. You're putting me in an untenable, un untenable situation where I'm going to look. I mean, he's just in a tough spot. I, listen, Robert Griffin III has offered his services for those uh, that are interested yes. in Washington while he writes a tell-all book about your, your fr franchise. That's, that's weird. Um, Wanted to circle back on New England and Indianapolis because I thought you had some some really poignant uh, takes with Josh there. New England, Indianapolis, this is two and a half. Do you think we're going to see, and bless you, Excuse do you me. think we're going to see three oh. or no. you, it's two no. and a half, two, somewhere in there? And there's no juice on the two and a half. There's zero juice nope. on the two and a half. And there's all the money's coming in on, you know, all the money's coming in on, on the Colts. Like New England is not the popular play. New England's not the team that everybody has backed the last seven weeks that they've been able to cover. You know, they only have 30% of the money. This is a low ticket count for the Colts at 43%, high money count, you know, and so there's a huge difference in that. And I think that we are not seeing, we're seeing a line freeze here. The book does not want to go to three. The book does not want to go to three whatsoever, you know, and it's staying at two and a half at 110 juice all across everywhere. You know, and if it goes down to two, you're going to pay a tax on the two. Total, but typically, if it yeah. it stays at two, that to me indicates a line freeze. I totally agree this, with you. And so, you know, I, I don't think this is, you know, this is uh, the New England's not the popular play this weekend. Nobody thinks New England's going to win the game. You are on the side of the public, you know, and, and maybe the sharps are going to be with you too. Maybe the people that do algorithms for a living and bet the sport will be there too. But this is a very popular play between both. Get your turnover props ready because two teams that turn over the opponents. Uh, the total, by the way, I'll get your quick thoughts on this. Open 44 in Indianapolis has jumped up to 45 and a half. So we've jumped up a little bit here. Yeah, I, I, and, you know, it's going to be ideal conditions, you know. And so if at, at 45 and a half, at 46, we're looking at a what, a, you know, a 27 to, you know, 19 game, right? You know, we're looking at the game somewhere 24-17. That hits the under 24-20. I, I, I could see that. I think it's going to be – I think, I think if whoever gets to 28 is going to win the game. I do. Because I think both teams, you know, want to run the football. They want to control the clock. They want to reduce the game. And so that's why I'm surprised this has ticked up a little bit. But I do feel that New England feels they can throw the football in this game. I mean, you know, Indianapolis has played a lot more zone than they typically, a lot more man-to-man -man than they typically have over the year. And Kenny Moore is an outstanding slot corner for them. He's a former Patriot. They had him in 2017. They cut him. But he's been really good in that slot. In fact, Brady went over to him and congratulated him after that game. But you can attack on the outside. And you can win against the linebackers on the inside with the tight ends. They struggle to cover the tight ends. And if it becomes a zone game, if it becomes a zone game because they can't handle the man-to-man, -man, then, then I think unless they, can, unless they can pass rush, Mac Jones will be 25 for 30 in the game. He won't throw very many incompletions. Huge news just coming in here, Michael Lombardi on the Lombardi line and VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, news to follow. So Dan Graziano, ESPN, here's the tweet.
I'm being told there have been NFL NFLPA discussions today about rescheduling Saturday's Raiders-Browns game, likely to Monday or Tuesday. A decision could be announced within the next hour before Raiders are scheduled to travel to Cleveland. That's the latest. Yeah. I mean, they said they weren't going to do this. They didn't they do it last year when they had a wide receiver under center for the Denver Broncos. They're going to be bitter. I mean, they didn't do it when Dallas had to play Fanooch on Monday night. <laughs> I mean, think about it. We America experienced Fanooch on Monday night. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't doubt Dan's report at all. You know, but uh, the Raiders are supposed to, you know, usually if you're leaving for a game, you know, you leave the facility at 2 o'clock, which would be 11 o'clock Pacific time. So, you know, they're going to be they're going to have to tell them fairly quickly here. Throw that tweet up there from will you? Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, this is from Jeff Legwald. I don't know who that is, Matt, but we'll go with it. Jeff I see Legwald's outstanding reporter for ESPN out of Denver. Very wired. So he said, I see the responses to what's happening with the Browns and WFT. Further down, he says, the Broncos played the Saints on 26 hours notice. Players pulled off practice field on Saturday without a quarterback in uniform. So they'd, I, it'd be shocking if the Broncos we're down with this game getting moved. This this has to be. I, I mean, I don't know how they move the game. There's no, you know, that that time slot. What are we going to do? We're going to watch, uh, you know, Jerry Lewis telethon. I mean, what's what are they going to put in that time slot? <laughs> well, that's just you and I being selfish. We want the game, regardless. I want the game. I yeah. don't care who's in the unit. I want the game. Like, I, you know, I mean, this is this is what they said they weren't going to do. Poor Fanuch. He just got compared to a wide receiver that had to play quarterback, and Fanuch hey, is actually a quarterback, I believe. I mean, he played James checked. Madison. I mean, you know, but look, I think that, 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 I mean, if you're Jerry Jones and you're saying, wait a minute, I, I lost a game last year because I had to play, you know, to get a guy, I couldn't even have a quarterback. <laughs> to play and then how about Philly, Washington? What are you going to do with that game? Are you going to cancel that one too? Well, if this this is this opens a well that is just going to explode. If this gets canceled, there, people are going to be lining up with one person on COVID. They, I I don't think it gets moved. Your thoughts? You think it gets moved? I don't either. I don't think you can because everybody else is going to complain. Uh, it's going to turn into an S show. Okay, Michael, enjoy your Friday. We'll see you tomorrow early Thanks, here tomorrow on the morning. Lombardi Line. I got plenty to do NFL and college tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line. Odds on next here. Be sin. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.